the national champion is clad in and big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the boards, and it is Thursday. And almost the middle of September, it is the 14th, and uh, got another full slate of high school and football action, uh, NFL football action, and college football action, any type of football action you want, buddy, we're going to have it and uh, get ready for it. And uh, Believe it or not, we are almost, in fact, as of this week, once we finish this weekend, we'll be halfway through the high school season. That's crazy. High school regular That's season. That's absolutely crazy. Um, and speaking of high school action this weekend, the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week, which is broadcast right here on 101.7 tomorrow night, will be at Mount Pleasant High School as they take on the Summertown Eagles as uh, the Murray County Public Schools at 101.7 in concert with each other uh, brings you the – Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. Uh, other action around the county, uh, Columbia Central High School will be traveling to Lawrence County to play Lawrence County High School, which should be a pretty good ball game, I'm predicting. And Spring Hill travels up north to Lawson High School, which used to be uh, Hillwood High School. And they kind of did a teardown and a rebuild, didn't they, Coach? Is yeah. That, that they, basically what they did. They, they, they basically rebuilt Hillwood High School. And I was, again, and this is second or third hand, but I was told that once a school gets rebuilt in Metro National or Metro Nashville, that they have a policy of not using the old name. Okay. So right. they've uh, named it. And I have no idea who this Mr. Lawson was, but evidently he was somebody of importance in that area. Okay. So, well, up. There you go. So they're going to what is now called Lawson High School. Um, they're on the kind of the west, the southwestern side of Nashville, kind of in between Bellevue and West End over in that area, um, in the Hillwood area. And so um, good luck to the Columbia Lions. Uh, i tell you what, who need a little bit of luck, but surprised me was Monday Night Football as, as the – Jets were playing at home against the Bills, and on the first series, offensive series, um, superstar and all-star quarterback Aaron and new newly acquired former Green Bay Packer quarterback Aaron Rodgers went down with a torn Achilles. Yeah, uh, I, I saw the replays on it, um, and you and couldn't you couldn't really tell. I mean, you could, at, well, once. You got the super slow mo replays, and oh. they 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 focused. You know, they zoomed in on his foot. Oh, okay. You could I see, didn't see you that could, part. That you could see the angles weren't right. Okay, and, and uh, but uh, well, they carted him off the field, and I and at that point, of course, the magic eight ball. For those of you who didn't tune in on Monday, the magic eight ball predicted 
to take the Jets plus the two and a half points and the under the total. Um, as far as anybody that's interested on wagering on doing such things, wagering on Monday night. Um, and I thought at that point, boy, the Magic Eight Ball just got just got, got cooked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, got, got put, got sunk in the side pocket on a. I mean, it it was it was bad news for the Jets and. You could just kind of – and the announcers talked about it. All the air, air just kind yeah. of went out of the Jet Stadium at that point when, when Rodgers is hauled – when they bring the cart out to haul Rodgers off. Um, and, of course, everybody is – at that point, I think they're more worried about Rodgers' future rather than what was happening on the field. Do you see – do you understand well, what Well, they were just that? kind of like, what do we do now? Right, you know, and so here and, comes Zach you know, Wilson. All this buildup, all this work, all this adjustment of their offense, all these new people here, these people they brought in, and now the linchpin to the whole thing goes down. Well, here comes Zach Wilson back. back on the field. And, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Neither team really – Well, we'll put it this way. You all thought Tannehill had a bad day? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know – Josh uh, Allen, Allen was, Josh Allen, oh, just, it was he, a, it was a looked, total meltdown. Absolutely, and, and so he had he I think he had three interceptions and a costly fumble right there at the end. Uh, yeah, four right turnovers there, right there at the end. Um, so, and and I mean, if look, if you all, if anybody listening right now to this show, or know, or you know someone who felt as though the Jets, when Aaron Rodgers was laying on the ground. And he couldn't, and he couldn't get off yeah. the field until they brought the card out there to get him. At that point, if you all are telling me that you thought the Jets were going to win that ball game, you're lying. Yeah. Now you're just playing your outright yeah. line. There's not one person. Oh, I knew the Jets. I Drake. I knew the Jets are going to win that ball yeah. game. There's, there's no way that they're going to lose that ball game. Well, you're lying, okay? And, and and that's you know you can tell a little white lie every now and then. I understand it, and we're just talking about sports. You can be, you can have the bravado. But that's right, yeah, but, but I don't believe you. Yeah. And so and so and, and so there's not anybody hey, out there. They they zoomed in on the coach, and you could look at that, see that blank expression on his face, like, oh crud, yeah, right. what are we gonna do now? Yeah. So um, out out marches Zach Wilson. Uh, he serviceable. They, they go I mean, up and down the field. They're and you know the Jets have a formidable, very, very quali- high quality defense that will keep mm-hmm. them. If their offense can manage anything offensively, points wise, they can keep. They can keep. Oh, they'll keep. They can keep the Jets in the, in, ball, the in the ball game against anybody. Yeah, and that includes the Dallas Cowboys coming up this weekend. Yeah. Now I know the Dallas Cowboys blew blew out forty to nothing over. Uh, the Giants. Over the Giants. Yeah. It made the Giants look terrible at home and made Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and all these superstar players just look awful at home in a 40 nothing blowout. And I know that the Jets are coming off a big win over the Bills and headed to Dallas. Dallas is around a nine-and-a-half, ten-point favorite. But I'm just telling you, that defense for the Jets can almost – you could all, you could almost mark them down for maybe scoring a touchdown a game or worth scoring a touchdown a game. If Zach Wilson can just be the you know this is the, the manage the manager of the game, he can just manage the game, not turn it over a bunch of times, then they're going to have a chance. Now, are they going to win every one of them? No, 
There you but go. they're going to have a chance, and, and that's exactly what they gave themselves Monday night. You know, you talk about the feel-good story. As, you know, they get into overtime, and the Jets' defense, three and out, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, Josh's night just continues to go horribly bad. Uh, after he'd, he'd, he'd done an impressive drive to get him to tie the game, and, you know, and goes they three and an out. undrafted rookie and of punts, the Jets. He got an undrafted rookie that literally said the, the, the announcer said he had to force his way onto the team. Beg, know? beg not to get and, cut, beg to stay on the, on the New York Jets team. So they, they, they put him back there, and the again, watching the replay – if I'm if I'm Buffalo special teams coach, I am having a heart attack because that whole team sucks in on him, and then the wall sets up right outside of him. And he just and, he just shot to the outside and to the outside, and really know, something special to watch. It was, and, and you know I was happy. I, you know, I mean Buffalo Buffalo's gonna be they're gonna be there in the end, right? They're Buffalo's. Yeah, they're, they're going to be there in the end. I mean, let's just say they got yeah, Josh Allen. They got they've got they've got they've got the experience. End of the season, you're going to see the season, game. You're going to see the Buffalo Bills at least one more. I game. was just I was just happy to see the Jets win because I mean you know I mean what about it's almost like they're cursed. I mean the the, the first <laughs> the first offensive series, A Rod goes down and tears his Achilles and is done for the season, and the Jets fans are back to where they started. Well, and that's. Just, you know, the com- just, one of the comments I heard was it was the Jets being the Jets. I, I guarantee <laughs> if, you. If a team has got the, the unlucky 13 curse thrown on them. Beer the sales <laughs> spiked, right? As, right Probably when, mixer sales. Right, right when A-Rod went down, the beer sales went through the roof, yeah. at least for that for that time being. And then after the game was over, oh, they yeah, spiked they, again there in New York and New Jersey. But uh, and, uh, but you know, it also gives them that little ray of hope that hey, we can we can compete. we can hang we, we can compete. hang now. Can they win? I don't you know. know. That, can they can they get in a shootout with somebody? Can they get in no, a shootout I, with Miami? I, let's say and, no. and and go up and down the field. Probably not. Can they win games where where the where the where the score is somewhere around uh, twenty points can, a, a team? Yes, they can. Yeah. If they can keep and, it, if they can keep it within. One score, what I call a half score, four points. Then, yeah, they're going to give themselves a chance, just on like like what happened Monday night. Well, congratulations and to so, those of you that took the eight ball predictions on Monday night, which was the Jets and under. And uh, I'm sure that made you happy. That made me happy to see the eight ball get back on track. Eight ball and football has been doing okay. It's been doing pretty well. We've got, right. we've got a couple of eight ball picks at the end of the hour, so get your pen and pencil out and get ready for it. As we uh, have NFL action tonight, Minnesota's at Philadelphia, but we're going to talk about that game in the last segment. Now, uh, okay, Vol fans, whether you like it or not, the Vols are coming out in their white uniforms when they travel to Florida this weekend. They are – Going to do the white-on-white white combination, according to Josh Hoople. Is it Hoople? Hoople? Hoople. Hoople. Oh, it's not, even, it's not even spelled close to that way. It's nope. not a, there's hey. no way that's Hypel. Yes, it is. That's Heuple. It's Hypel. It's Hypel. I'm not going – well, okay. You all hey, say, okay, what about Shashevsky's name? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, about that's that. not spelled. I don't know. So, you know, I'd like to buy hypo. a vowel. Is what I'd like to do. 
is Arsiszewski's <laughs> name. But anyway, um, UT announced its uniform combination on Twitter today, and it features white helmets, white jerseys, and white pants when the ni- number nine balls uh, travel to the Gators in Gainesville on Saturday for a 6 o'clock Saturday night start. Um now, the Vols wore all-white uniforms twice last year, winning at Pittsburgh in week two in an incredible overtime. Wasn't that a big overtime game? Wasn't that, didn't they go into overtime, like three overtimes or something like that? Um, I mean, it was, it was a squeaker yeah. up in Pittsburgh at yeah. the beginning of the year. And then, and then beating That's Vanderbilt in Nashville. had his coming out party, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they, so. They, they took Milton out. And, or no, was that the that, – maybe that was the year. We'll before. have to look that up. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not – I, I, I could tell you more, probably more yeah. about Bama football games. I could uh, – <laughs> big orange games. But but I remember that being one hell of a ball game uh, at Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Tennessee's losing streak at Florida is older than its freshmen. Yeah. Do you get me, Coach? Um, it's the, been, the, the swamp has not been kind You know, it's been, to 20, the balls. it's been 20 years since they've won mm. in the swamp. Now, they didn't start playing annually until 1990. Okay. Yeah. So, but – Think about that. It's been, but they have been playing every other year there, right? So uh, I want to say that's about nine straight worth um, uh, in Gainesville, uh, yeah. including their thirty-eight to fourteen loss in Josh who, who Heupel? Heupel. Is that the way you say? It? Is that Heupel. the way you say it? Okay. No, that's the way everybody but, says uh, it, oh. including Josh. <laughs> okay. Including uh, Coach Heupel. Well, you know, Joe <laughs> Joe Theismann is you know the way you originally yeah. the way he, he pronounced his name his whole life was Theismann up until he until, until he won the Heisman playing, <laughs> until he went to college and won the Heisman <laughs> then it was Joe Theismann. So you know people can't change the pronunciation of their name, but uh, anyway. Uh, they've lost nine straight, including a 38-14 to 14 loss in Josh Heupel's first year um, as coach of the Vols. Um, a win Saturday would give the Vols their first two-game winning streak uh, against Florida since 2003-2004. Uh, and the second two-game winning streak since 1970-71. So they're like, how far is it go? That's 50-something years. But, like I said, they didn't start playing each other annually until 1990. Right. So, um, Tennessee's yeah. a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, yeah. and I would be careful. All wagers down there. This The eight ball, the Magic 8-ball does not have this game picked, but I would be careful of that half a point right there because it's just, just above the seven touchdown seven points. You know, a 31-24 score, and you've got the balls. You're happy. You're happy the balls win, but you, then you got to go pay. You got to go pay the man because you got screwed by that half a point. <laughs> and they, they didn't win by eight. They just won by seven, and they're favored by seven and a half. So just be careful before you wager on the balls. And another betting tip: don't ever bet with your heart. There's plenty of football games out there to waste to to give your money away or try yep. to make money on whatever the deal is. Don't don't I don't, don't I don't bet on Alabama. If I do bet on an Alabama game, coach, I bet against Alabama. I know that I know people say, "Oh, how could you be a fan and bet against Alabama?" Well, when it comes to gambling and being a fan, there are two different things. I root for Alabama to win. If Alabama wins, everything's great. But you know, if if I do bet anything on a Bama game, I'm probably going to bet against Alabama so that 
when Alabama wins by a bunch, and if I do lose my yeah. money, I'm happy. But what's the worst? What's the worst feeling in the world? You bet on say you bet on the Vols this weekend, and they win by seven. Well, you're happy and that the Vols won, but you but still the hook gotta, got you. You still got to cut that check, you know, after Monday after, on Tuesday morning. So, um, my my uh, advice to all you gamblers out there: stay away from your favorite team. Stay away from your heart. If you're a big Titans fans, there's well, fi- there's 15 other games to bet on. Yeah, you know? and if you're if you're actually trying to make money gambling or whatever then which is the object coach i mean let's just yeah, yeah, be yeah. honest okay. i'll give that to you okay. but you know you're trying to make money there emotional decisions are not very good decisions you're absolutely right and so okay i'm gonna you know you're gonna put money on this situation with the idea of making more money then i'm gonna get into something i can be objective about I can be objective about it, and I can look at the data. And I can look and at not get emotionally, and, and, emotionally in invested in it, like because, I am with Alabama, yeah, yeah. like Tennessee fans are with Tennessee, yeah. and whoever your favorite team then, out there. So, guys, try to st- when you're gambling, try to stay away from, like Coach says, yeah. those teams that you're emotionally invested in that you that you that you love and yeah. you just know they're going to do great. And then, then, then go, go gamble on the McNeese State versus Akron. You I know. mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe search the internet for somebody that's pretty good at picking games. You know, yeah. a, a pick service or somebody that's giving out. Uh, USA Today, Yahoo Sports. Find a writer or somebody that's pretty knowledgeable and, and, and do a little research on their picking prowess, how well they do against the spread uh, on wage on, – on sporting events and follow them for a while and take some of their advice sometimes. That's what I like to do. Um, there are some other games on schedule just besides the Tennessee game, and that's Bama looks to get well after last weekend at home against Texas. And the word on the street is look for a new quarterback at Alabama. Uh, there's, well, there's I feel sorry because I'm not playing, gonna, I'm not not playing go, a real big name are they no they're, they're favored by 33 was, points uh, at south florida at south, south florida. i really kind of feel sorry for south florida because there's going to be some bloodletting well <laughs> from what i understand saban has pulled the trigger on a on a new quarterback i don't think there's been any formal announcement about it uh, mr milrow is taking a back taking a back seat now he's now not uh with the first team taking reps and there's a new quarterback taking reps at, at alabama with the first team squad so We'll see what happens to that. And as they travel down to Fort Lauderdale to play South Florida Bulls on Saturday. Okay, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach Mike in the studio. And we're going to take a little break and be right back. Hi, I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Main Street Columbia are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7 o'clock. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, and enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And I'm go- we got a little breaking news update on the Alabama quarterback situation. 
for Alabama's next ball game. And the word around Tuscaloosa and from pretty good sources, and you can say we broke it right here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, that Ty Buckner, uh, or Tyler Buckner, the transfer from Notre Dame to Alabama, has been taking the first team reps all week, and uh, Jalen Milrow has gone to the third team and taking the reps. So, that almost that almost sounds like there is a punishment factor for doing something that he was instructed to do that yeah, he didn't do or something. Yeah, not doing or he what did he was something told he to, wasn't instructed to do. Yeah, he was told to do something. He did <clears throat> something else, and because he did that, it results in a turnover that right. eventually costs him. The, you know, uh, Saban has been coaching a long time, and I think if it's if you got a player that's doing what he told him to do or doing what his coaches told him to do, and he he just messes up. Yeah, he's gonna get you know gonna be in the dog, but he does. He kind of comes back and plays right. another day. If you don't do what you're told to do, or you then, do something, then, or you do something. Well, yeah, the, you the, do so, you do something I mean, you're not supposed to, to do, do that that you've been told not to do. You've been instructed okay. not to do, or coached not to do. I got you. And then you turn you know results in a turnover, which eventually results in losing the game. Uh, yeah, there's going to be consequences. And, okay. and going from first team to third team, it almost sounds like here's a message. You do what I tell you to do. Right. Well, you know, and, 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 and again, I'm speculating. I'm, you know, this is my experience as a coach. Uh, my, you know, experience watching some of uh, Saban's teams before because I've seen quarterbacks, you know, his quarterbacks have thrown costly interceptions before and they were right back out there the next series sure. and the next week. So there's something that happened well, here that he, that last interception, Alabama was up, well, Alabama was down by yeah. 3. They're in the ball game. They've got the football and the last interception was thrown directly to, I mean directly yeah. to a uh, a Texas player yeah. That resulted in a touchdown. Alabama ends up yeah. losing ultimately by 10, 34-24. So, the word on the street, Alabama fans and football fans, is that Tyler Buckner, Notre Dame transfer, will be the starter for Alabama on Saturday at the South Florida Bulls. And Alabama's favored by 33 points. So, what a better time to break the new quarterback in against a team. At least you're not throwing him in there in a in – a, in a Tennessee-Alabama yeah. game, in a Georgia-Alabama game, in a Texas-Alabama yeah. game. So, uh, that's what's going on there. Now, uh, another ball – and all eyes are on Colorado and Prime – are on the Colorado Buffaloes uh, – on the Colorado Buffaloes and, and Primetime right now. I mean – What? The, and that's the way he loves it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and and rightfully so. I mean, yeah. they, they are playing an in-state rival – Colorado State as Colorado State travels to Boulder this weekend to play the Buffs. And uh, Colorado State head football coach Jay Norville uh, and his Colorado State Rams are 33-point underdogs um, to primetime, Coach Primetime's uh, quarter, quarterback, son's quarterback-led team. Um uh, and uh, on Wednesday, he said, and this is what Coach Jay Norville said on his weekly coaches show, uh, that he takes his – Norville said he takes his hat and glasses off when he talks 
to grown-ups because that's what his mother taught him. And I, now he's he's referring to Sunglasses. Deion Sanders doing interviews, doing post-game interviews, any type of interviews with his sunglasses on. You know, by, and, 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 th- and a big Stetson hat. <laughs> and his hat. And, the, and Sanders often wears a hat, sunglasses, or both at conferences, news conferences or in interviews, like I just said, appearing on ca- camera as the head coach of Colorado. Um, and Norville's comments came after he said his players have had to do videos with ESPN this week in the build-up to Saturday's game. He said they came away from that with a chip on their shoulders. So, you know, it, it looks like, you know, ESPN is pumping up Coach Prime time and they're they're getting everybody <laughs> interested, getting their ratings up there. And it might and they might and, and Coach Jay Norville of Colorado State feels as though that might be at the expense of his players. You know, that's kind of that, the way I think that's kind of the way they, they feel about it. Um And it again, as as a coach you take advantage of every opportunity you have to get an edge and it's, he's creating, it's us against the so world. So it's bulletin board type stuff. Yeah. It's us against him. the world. This is, this is what he thinks of you. Okay. You know, that he's going to, he's doing the flash and dash and the, and all that stuff. And, and this is what he thinks of you now. And, and he's wearing that chip publicly for his kid, you know, well, basically normal- for his kids and, yeah, I, I, Colorado State's head coach Jay Norville said, "I don't care if they hear." He he was talking. <clears throat> he said he sat down with the people from ESPN today. This was earlier today. He says, "I don't care if they hear it in Boulder." I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, "When I talk to grownups, I take my hat and glasses off." That's what my mother taught me. Is what Jay Norville, Colorado State Rams head coach, said. Uh, this is ahead of their game this weekend at Colorado against prime time and his, uh, his, the show, I guess. I, I, mean, I was going to say he, he's, but I mean, they're playing football. They're winning ball games. They're doing, they're doing what he said he would do. You know, um, well, si- if, if, if Sanders and the Buffaloes are not winning games, it is literally a clown show. Well, and the fact that they're winning Makes it a show. There you go. You know, and, and he's a showman. I mean, he he'll tell you, you he'll tell you himself. There you go. I'm here to entertain, and nobody could be happier than yeah. Colorado Buffalo oh. fans. I mean, you know, uh, Norville also didn't seem to care that he might be playing with fire by making these comments about primetime coach primetime. After finishing one and eleven last year, the Buffaloes are two and zero. So Buffalo goes one and eleven last year. They're two and zero right now under Sanders, and at least partly because they said they have fed off the perception that they have been disrespected by the outside world or the opposing coach, as was the case in last week's win over Nebraska. Um, Norville went on to say, they're not going to like us no matter what we say or do. Norvell said on his show, it doesn't matter. Okay, so let's go up there and play. That's just how I feel about it. I don't mean to take over the show. I'm just tired of it. I mean, I'm tired of all that stuff. And I know everybody else is too, so let's go play football. And so Norville is, I mean, he's he's laying it out. They're, they're, they are, I, I apologize, they are 23 and a half point 
They are 23 and a half point under. I think I said 33. 33, yeah. Yeah, but that was the Alabama line. I had them mixed up there. They are 23 and a half point underdogs against Colorado on Saturday. Um, you know, after beating going after beating Nebraska 36 to 14. So, I mean, you can say what you want to say. Uh, you can dislike the bus all you want to. You can dislike Coach Prime. You can hate on him, whatever the deal is. But the main thing is the two and oh. They're winning. Yeah. And and, and what it's – both coaches have played onto their team's emotional strengths of disrespect. You know, this, is, this is the funny part to me is that both sides are saying we're being disrespected. So who's you know, you know, so and, and who is so, truly being disrespected? Yeah, it, you know, you know, Sanders and, and his bunch are saying, "Well, they they think we're a bunch of clowns and all that stuff." So they're just they don't respect your actual playing ability because we want to put on a show. And Colorado State and Norville is going because these guys are clowns. They're disrespecting us and the game, right? And so you got both sides claiming disrespect, sure, at which. To me, it, it's it's all bulletin board stuff to, to pump up the game. And, and ESPN's feeding it because it just – well, we're talking about it. There you go. Absolutely. Here, here we are in Tennessee, no. Middle Tennessee, talking about a game out west. Yeah, there's a, there's another college football game tonight. Navy is at Memphis. Memphis is a 14-point favorite with a 48 total. Um, Bethune-Cookman. Do you know where Bethune Cookman is by chance? You know where? I'm not sure if I know where. I, I've heard of Bethune Cookman my, my whole life. Look that up for us. Say, let me, uh, let me but get Bethune a hold of our Cookman crack research team here. Is at the University of Miami tonight. University of Miami is a 52 point favorite. Um, and I've got an eight ball pick for one of these games at the end of the hour, at the end of the next segment. Um, and along with the NCAA action tonight, NFL will also be on at 7:15 as Minnesota is at Philadelphia and Philadelphia is a six and a half to seven point favorite with a 49 and a half total and that game kicks off at 7:15 from Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. Okay, Drake, our yeah. crack research team has figured out Bethune Cookman is in Daytona Beach, Florida. Oh, there you go. Well, it's in the same state, so yeah. it makes sense that they would just travel down uh, to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, I keep getting it. Not Fort Lauderdale, but Coral Gables, I believe, is where University of Miami is, if I'm not mistaken. So the Coral Gables area, just travel right down the East Coast. Boom, you're there. Uh, get paid, I don't know, a million dollars or so. Uh, playing the orange, or I guess they'd be playing in the Hard Rock Cafe or the Hard Rock Stadium, right there. Where they uh, is the Orange Bowl still even around? I guess it is. Yeah, it, it's still there. Uh, well, they're going to play it, in one it, of the two. Yeah. I know that. Uh, but anyway, and I think probably Bethune Cookman isn't going to like it. Like I said, University of Miami's a fifty-two point favorite. Um, now, uh, we just mentioned the NFL, and we, we talked a little bit uh, about A-Rod tearing his Achilles on Monday night and being done for the season. And uh, he did a press conference, Coach, and he said he's heartbroken about it. You know, I think Look. he – I think I think he want, I think he wanted to put his own personal stamp on this team. He, yeah. I think he wanted – 
he want this team. Oh, he invested a bunch of himself in this change. Took a pay cut. Took the cut to allow them to get other players to, to compliment him coming in. Uh, he invested himself emotionally in this team. He, he, he invested himself in the city. and Even involved himself know, in the personnel of the team yeah, on, on and, who and to keep, so, who to cut. Who who to trade for? You know, who and, to, who and to bring, this was going to be the team. To bring you know, in? The pa- you know, he came into the Packers, and the Packers were a pretty well established team to start with. Sure, they're the Packers. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and, and you know, he was taken over for a Brett legend. Favre. you know, <laughs> in in his own right. So here he comes in, and this team has been the doormat of the league since back right after Namath. You know, that's the last time they were really much, anything. Yeah. Of, that was of, it. And so here he's he's coming in with this idea. I'm going to help rebuild this team. I, I think that's one reason why he picked him uh, was about was the uh, the idea that he could help rebuild them. Sure. You know, and here four four plays, <laughs> four well, plays, and he's he done. said he personally said in a you know, and he said in a press conference that he is heartbroken about it, and but he will rise again and. Uh, you know, at his age, coach. I, and I, I mean, boy, that's, that's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough injury that's, to come. To it's overcome. tough for anybody to come back from that and play yeah. at the level they used to. Let alone forty years. He'll he'll be forty yeah. by the time that's that that rehab is done. Like we said, Minnesota Vikings uh, play at Philadelphia tonight at seven fifteen for the Thursday night version of the Amazon Prime TV version of NFL and. Uh, you know, Philadelphia's coming off a one oh <clears throat> coming off of a a victory at New England where they jetted out to a sixteen to nothing lead in the first quarter, but the game ended up much closer at twenty five to twenty. Um and New England even having a chance to win that ball game at the end. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that on the back side. There's also some Titans nudes, the injury report on D Hop. Uh, and the defensive backfield of the Titans. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike. Give us a few minutes, and we'll be right back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Perchowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Come on, come on, come on, take the ride. There's a 
party of a dance that ain't no job. It's line, five, it's all the way line. Don't even have to run, don't even have to drive. It's line, five, slip it, it's and welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake with Coach Mike on the board in the studio. Thank you all for listening in. And we've got a little Titans information and a little bit of an injury report. D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, the Titans' newly acquired wide receiver, uh, did not practice at all yesterday. He has tweaked his neck. Or has some type of what they call a, a ankle injury. Uh, now, Coach, I did not – I watched the whole New Orleans game, which the Titans lost 16-15 to 15 on Sunday. Uh, but I didn't see uh, DeAndre Hopkins hobble off the field, get carried off the field, didn't see him in a boot. I just wonder whether this happened sometime early in, early in practice, maybe this week, uh, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. I don't know. Yeah, you never know, I mean, uh, and and it just may be a, a minor thing that, you know, maybe he rolled it just a little bit, and it, you know, a little bit of swelling, and they're saying, okay, you know, we know what you can do, you, we know, you know, you're a pro, we know you'll be ready Sunday, we're gonna we're gonna rest you today, but they still have to report him. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and stuff. So yeah, it, it's hard to tell. Of course, now with the Titans' injury history over the last couple of years. <laughs> Just you never know. You, scares you to death. Well, you know, he – Diop was targeted 13 times. About five more Tan- times than he should have been. By Tannehill <laughs> on Sunday. He made seven of those receptions for 65 yards in a 16-15 to 15 loss. Um, and there's two other Titans that missed practice entirely on Wednesday, and three more were limited. One of the missing players was a second-year receiver, Traylon Burks. So – but that was uh, that was reported. But he was absent that for was a non-injury. Yeah, non-injury. Yeah, that was a back. non-injury related he's reason. To be back today, so uh, very well could have been personal reasons, yeah. family. Who knows what what the deal is with that? But it's good news. That it's non uh, non-injury related yeah. uh, reason, and the ty- uh, and and they expect Burks to come back, and I'm sure he was at practice today. Now, safety Imani Hooker is in concussion protocol and will not be able to return to practice until he clears protocol per the NFL. Um, players who were limited in practice include cornerback Christian Fulton, uh, running back Tajay Spears with a groin injury. Uh, Fulton has a hamstring problem. Cornerback uh, Trey Avery, the lone Titans player that did not play on Sunday against the Saints, is back as a full participant on Wednesday. And so, coaches, just as we go over these little – well, these injuries, I don't know how big or little they truly are, but they are on the injury report. But the last thing, the last players on the team, the Titan besides Derrick Henry and probably Tannehill, Tannehill needs to play much better than he did on Sunday. But they have a pro, if they have a bunch of their starting defensive backfield players hurt against Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And Austin Eckler, and I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of great players on the Chargers team that took a tough loss last weekend, 36-34 to Tua and the Miami Dolphins and Tyreek Hill. But I'm just telling you, they are going to be coming in with a little burr under their saddle, and they're going to be ready to throw that ball around. And the last people, 
last players on earth the Titans need banged up is their defensive backfield. Well, the, the last thing, the last thing the Titans need for anybody is to anybody any of their to get starters, out, you know, any, any of their starters yeah, to be out. They, but, they, but I mean, but especially they don't have the cushion. They don't have the cushion, you know, to to absorb a lot of injuries. Um, even though they probably have the best coach at being resilient in handling that situation, uh, Rabel has proven himself over and over again that he does a great job of dealing the cards <laughs> that have been dealt. Uh, but but you're right. Uh, you, you just you, you wonder. I, I still, as a coach and, and as a former player, you you, you kind of have to wonder about their conditioning program, their off season program, uh, the strength program. Uh, are they, you know, that they're still, you know, now and they've changed that coach. You know, it's it's you know they they fired <laughs> the previous coach that had that set two NFL records for numbers of injuries as far as their right. Uh, team strength but they can't seem to get away from that that little injury bug and well i'm just going to tell for our listeners out there i'm just going to tell you right now if you're thinking about betting on the titans plus three points or three and a half points at home i would this weekend i would stay away from it with the uh, you know i wouldn't i'm not necessarily saying bet on the los angeles chargers i'm just saying if you're a titans fan and you think that they are going to they're not going to go zero and two. They're going to they're going to pull one out at home, which they kind of have this weird way of doing that. Sometimes they they have a weird way of of, they are of, the, of losing losing ugly to a team away, and then coming back to Nashville and taking care of a team like Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. I was say, like the like they did the year team. they beat the Patriots and the Eagles, the two teams that were in the Super Bowl against each other, came to Nashville. And the Titans wound up getting – they were, I think, four-point underdog to one team, a six-point underdog to the other, and they beat both of those teams. And nobody really gave them a chance against either one of them. I think that's one of the most frustrating things to the fan base is we know they can play Where's with the, the consistency? best in the league. <laughs> yeah. They, we know they can play with the best in the league. They've proven it time and time again. The problem is they can also lose to the worst team in the league. Well, and so I'm <laughs> and, saying – you know, in, in the, Almost in consecutive Sundays, and, and you never know. You never know from Sunday to Sunday which team is going to show up. Um, so, so I'm just telling our listeners: if you're fired up and think, you know what, two in Miami put it on Los Angeles in Los Angeles this past weekend, we're going to get our you know what together, and we're going to take care of business against the Chargers. It's tough to take if if the Titans were full, completely healthy across the board, including their defensive backfield. I might not have a problem in taking the Titans plus the points at home. The Chargers are tra- traveling across country. It's a long trip. Who knows? But I'm just telling you, if the Titans and their defensive backfield are as banged up as what I'm telling you, what I'm reading to you all and telling you all about, the last team you want to bet on this weekend will be the Tennessee Titans at home against the likes of Justin Herbert. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler coming to town after they just took it on the chin in a very tough, hard-fought game against Miami at home in Los Angeles. They're going to be looking to get healthy, get right, and get well, and they're looking to do it in Nashville. And I'm afraid the Titans, uh, if they're banged up with – and look, if D-Hop's a little banged up, the defensive backfield's banged up, Tannehill looked like he did Sunday against New Orleans – 
Why would you bet well, on the Titans? There, why, why, what, what, would possess, be the rub. what would possess you to bet on the Titans? Yeah, well, there's going to be the rub is is what what are we going to get from Tannehill? If we get the Tannehill from three year, three and four years ago, you know, when he first came in to us and, and stuff, then we're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. And like, like I t- If we get the Tannehill we've gotten the last couple, you know, the last year or so that's inconsistent or injury prone himself, then, uh, you know, there's some question marks because definitely there's a lot of question marks about what's behind him. Well, I'll tell and, you what. I, I, and I, stuff. So, uh, you know, he's still our, he's still our best bet. He's, he's still a quality quarterback, I believe. And, uh, but he's got to be get more consistent and he, he's got to, you know, I, I also think, They've got to get Henry involved more. Yeah, and, and I, I heard somewhere where they said, you know, if you look back at it, Henry's as involved as he's ever been. Yeah. He's just not making the big splash runs. Well, I, you know, but he was average. He had what nine carries for fifty-six yards or something like that. Pretty good average, and then he only had three touches or four touches I, in I the don't second understand half. It. Well, they're going to have to get a close game. They're going to have they're going to have to give Henry involve Henry a lot more in this ball game. They're going to have to try to to sustain long long drives, keep the ball out of Justin Herbert and that high powered uh, L.A. Charger offense. Keep it up. I like the under. I like under the forty five forty six points in that game. I don't like the Titans in that game. Um, So that's that's kind of where we're sitting right now. Now tonight. We've got NC. We got college football, and we got NFL action. And I got out. I dusted off the Magic Eight Ball this this morning when I got up and shined her up. Asked her a few questions about tonight's games, and this is what the Magic Eight Ball gave me: Take Navy plus the fourteen against Memphis tonight. Take Minnesota Vikings plus the six and a half against Philadelphia. And take the under in the Philadelphia, Minnesota, under 49.5. Some places it'll be 50. Take under 49.5 in the Minnesota-Philadelphia game. Take Navy plus the 14. We're going to be back on the air tomorrow at 4 o'clock discussing some weekend action and Friday night lights action. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Coach Mike. We're out. We'll